Listen, by now you know that if you hear my voice before the episode starts, I'm about to lay a disclaimer on you. And typically, it sounds something like, oh, this is going to be a very heavy subject, and a lot of emotions are going to be running high, and blah, blah, blah. That's not the case with this one. We're just going to cuss a bunch, because... That's what we do sometimes. So don't expect any kind of revelations or anything like that out of this episode. Just a lot of profanity. Buckle up, kids. Wait, nope, not kids. Get no kids. Get the kids out of the room. You, adult listener, buckle up. We're going to cuss. A lot. I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. I wasn't really ready. (laughs) We're never ready. Are we supposed to just submit to your whims with joy? Yes. That's what the Bible says. Oh. (laughs) We're all big Bible readers in this group. Specifically, Mitch Wheeler? We're going to make women great again. (laughs) I'm assuming this episode is about how much you learned at the 22 conference. I think, yeah, right? 22? At the 22 convention? We win. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's great. We, it was great. We're better. I didn't go. Um, it's a hey, hey. What does that say on your shirt? It's a hey, hey kind of day. That's the chicken from from uh, that Moana. movie. Yeah, Moana. that one. My twins are very Moana, um, hey, hey-esque. And so um, I had to get this shirt because I liken them to hey, hey. They're about, even by chicken standards, my two twin, my twin chickens are dumb. God help them. Okay, so we've submitted to Mitchie with joy. Rin, what are we here talking about today? So we're talking about Justice Amy Coney Barrett, or actually rather an article that came out about her. Um, It was a Federalist article that I saw written by Matthew Cochran. Headline is, how strong women like Amy Coney Barrett submit to their husbands with joy. Uh, The Sub subline said leftists are attacking Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett for having a view of marriage entirely in keeping with a proper reading of scripture. Boo. Boo. <laughs> what do you mean, Mitch? You wouldn't rather us be submissive? Stupid. It's absolutely asinine. It's the same people. She's also a quote unquote originalist, which is also an asinine point of view. Uh, this document that was written over 200 years ago is uh, it it holds up, man. It holds up 200 years later. Absolutely, all the answers that you need are in are in this this document here. Uh, the document that didn't guarantee her even the right to vote. Right, considered- right. No, no, no. I I believe in everything that the Constitution says, including uh, me not being a Supreme Court justice. And black people being owned. Whatever. You know, it's cool. Like, it's, I, I believe this is a good idea. It holds up, man. It's like Lord of the Rings never gets old. So first off, I will say, before we get into all of this, we have zero, or, well, I'll speak for me because Mitch is on the call, but um, I have zero problem with her religion. That's not the issue. Correct. If she was on the Supreme Court, the majority of justices would be Catholic or slash Episcopalian. <laughs> like, it's not, let, let me uh, defend myself real quick and say, it's not that she is religious. It's that she is un, 
yieldingly religious. And, she had and it, also that's made what, it a huge part of her career. That, that's what I'm saying is like, it, it goes back to the originalist uh, concept of, well, this document is 200 years old. So, I mean, why, why do we need to change it? It's gotten us this um, far. So but the same with religion in that you have to be willing to evolve at some point. You can't look at this and go, well, this says I got to sacrifice a goat tomorrow. So uh, you got a goat. So I'm actually, I'm actually normally, so when I'm, I don't really, her unyielding religious beliefs are hers. And so, um, and I really don't normally care what people do or believe in, in their own home. The problem is, you know, like whatever you do for yourself, whatever you choose for yourself is fine. The problem with someone like her doing it and why it's dangerous is because she's part of who's running the country, essentially, who's dictating laws that apply to all of us and people of not the same religion, which is what this country is based on. Um, we were based sure in Christianity. We were still escaping religious persecution, right? And we were, we're allowed to worship whoever we want as long as it's what you think we should be worshiping, right? Um, so that's where it becomes, to me, it's dangerous. So if she were just some schmo, like the people I work with, for instance, or whomever, I don't really care what they do. It doesn't, it's not going to affect my life. It's Her also belief. worth noting that abortion is not mentioned in the Bible. So, and I say that to, to illustrate that there are a lot of things on her agenda and the agenda of conservative Christians and evangelicals that are strictly out of interpretation, not from the book. I will well, say her job too is to uphold the law. So hopefully she'll do her job in upholding the law, which doesn't have any, you know, doesn't out of here. bearing doing on that. Well, sometimes people, you know, like we have been surprised before, but I mean, she, she, has, she has been quoted as saying to, I think it was, she was speaking to an organization of law students that your, your legal career is basically a means to an end to bringing forth the kingdom of God. Okay. And that's where it's a problem. That's where the problem comes. Right. So the, for, and, and I will say, I think that overall, like the right wing message of people are attacking her for her religion is ridiculous and mostly non-existent uh yeah nobody's attacking current, her for her religion the not, current not specifically her religion sorry the current democratic nominee for president is catholic <laughs> okay so <laughs> that's yeah. kind of beside the point but here is what the author of this article was referencing from a mother jones article uh here's what the mother jones article said She's a member of People of Praise, a charismatic covenant community in South Bend, Indiana, that has been criticized by former members, including the one of the people who founded it, for being a religious cult. Though most of its members are Catholic, its practices, including speaking in tongues and faith healing, draw more from fundamentalist and evangelical Christianity than the Vatican. One of its most notable features is submiss the submissive role played by women, some of whom were called handmaids, at least until The Handmaid's Tale aired in 2017. At that point, the group started referring to them as, quote, women leaders. Joining the group requires a major commitment and a willingness to submit to a lay spiritual advisor known as a, quote, head, who has an outsized role in one's life and relationships. After several years of exploration, prospective members must agree to a formal covenant 
and pledge to attend meetings even as they still go to mass or otherwise remain active in their regular churches. Members are supposed to consult their head on nearly every aspect of their lives from raising children to buying a car. A woman's personal head is her husband and women aren't allowed uh, in to serve in top leadership roles in the community. According to a teaching that has been circulating among the community heads, women are by nature manipulative. That is one of the effects of original sin on them. The wise husband will factor this into his relationship with his wife, recognizing that much of what she does is insincere. To deal with this, the husband should distrust her motives and instead draw closer to his head and the men in his men's group. Sounds healthy. Well, y'all know, I mean, me. I, would, I, mean, I, can't, I, I wouldn't submit to anybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but, male, female, or otherwise. Wouldn't those, wouldn't that, what you just read, wouldn't that contradict what she's doing? If well, she's not if, not if her husband is okay. No, but like she's forbidden from taking a, an active role in the community. So being a fucking supreme justice is uh, about as fucking active as you could be in a community the size of the United fucking True. States. And if someone who's most mostly manipulative, like I don't. I'm also <laughs> Let's get very thankful <laughs> that I recorded a new uh, disclaimer that we can use all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. Okay, A, that's a cult, for sure. 100%. It's a fucking cult. Um, but I wanted to add, um, I also read... Radical. It's also radical. I like. I, I understand this is coming from a radical leftist. Leftist. Uh, but... Um, the people nah, who also have to submit their their household budgets to their head. Okay, that that's the kind of group we're talking about. That's it. That's not regular church. Also, the head, the head is absolutely banging all the wives. Oh my god! (laughs) I think we're taking it. No, I mean that's how cults work. That's why cults exist. It's because some fucking dude with a lot of charisma, as I like to call it, uh, is just like, hey, I want to, I want to have sex with all the wives and then you guys can go do your thing. But uh, no, I'm going to bang them first and then we'll go from there. That's how cults work. Anyway, broken broken like a horse. Okay. So the author of the article from the Federalist went on to say, I'd like to say it's just those darned pagan liberals uh, who hate the biblical teaching that wives are submit to their husbands. But the fact is feminism has finished its long march through the institutions and most conservatives have been indoctrinated to hate this teaching as well. So you have to be a a, liberal, a pagan liberal who hates the Bible to. Oh no no no. no 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 no! It's saying that conservatives hate this shit too. Like feminists were feminism so successful. We were we, so successful we that even conservative women no longer like to be subjects. Hey, podcast <laughs> done. We won, guys. I would say. We've done our job. <laughs> Women, stop submitting to whoever. <laughs> well, it's been great seeing you guys. Uh, thanks for yep. listening. And uh, podcast over. we don't really have anything else to do. So as the resident Christian wife, um, <laughs> I did, did want to say, um, I actually, there was a church I used to go to here in Knoxville. And one of the reasons I went and enjoyed it so much was because they talked about the Bible 
mindfully and that they talked about it as an, oh, this was written at a different time. What was the context in which it was written? Exactly. How, how does that then apply to us as humans today? Like, you know, it, it sounds, was written. Sounds thousands- sort of like the Constitution. Um, and so I, I looked up to see if they had a teaching on this part of, is this from Ephesians? Um, and they sure did. Um, and it's worth mentioning a few things. First off, the entire section starts with talking about how Christians should all submit to each other. The purpose of this section of the Bible, well, submit is a different thing. The whole sec- part of this section of the Bible is talking about, it's a letter from Paul, and he's saying, hey, if you're a Christian, here's how you're supposed to behave in light of the world that you're in, right? Like here, and, and when it's talking about wives submitting to husbands, it's in a list of different roles that you might have in your community, right? Like it also talks about masters and slaves. And so I don't think that it's a resounding defense of the practice of slavery, but what it's saying is, here's a role you might find yourself in today, Here's how to behave if you're a Christian, okay? Okay. Furthermore, at the time, it, so it goes on after it talks about wives, it talks about husbands are meant to love their wife as Christ loved the church. So what that means basically is you should be willing to die for this broad, okay? You should love her as you love your own body is what it says. But this at is the before time, they became manipulative, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, no, it's even if she's a manipulative bitch, apparently. Oh, uh, oh, my bad. Um, and so <laughs> at the time, the expectations for a, how a husband should treat his wife were basically keep her alive. So to say, it, so it's important to remember that like we have come a long way since then. So our expectations for how husbands and wives should interact can't be taken literally like just piecemeal from this section of the Bible, Right. And actually, if you think about it in that terms, if what Paul is saying is um, (laughs) do more than just keep her, like actually love her, that's pretty radical for the time. And I think it's also worth mentioning in the Bible, when I think of submitting in the Bible, I think of Jesus submitting to his disciples by washing their feet. In fact, what Jesus did kind of by in Christian faith dying for all of us is kind of the ultimate act of submission, right? I think that's also worth remembering. And the person that I listened to talk about this, who I consider someone who really thoroughly understands the Bible was talking about how this part of the Bible isn't about who's the boss in this family? Who wears the pants? Not the one with the boobs. It's about, it's about love. And it, what it made me think about recently was, so there was something decorative I wanted to do in our house, right? I wanted it real bad. And Shane really didn't want to do it. And so we were going I really back love your voices in this episode. I, I just, I have <laughs> I to say like, I, it's killing me. It's bringing me life. <laughs> I wanted it real bad. <laughs> and Shane really didn't want it, right? And he had all these reasons and I didn't like his reasons, but at some point it seemed to mean a lot to him. And so I was like, all right, I give, right? Like, is that not just compromise in a relationship? But also, I, why didn't he want the live, laugh, love? Because he's a jerk. No, <laughs> he, just, he has no joy. He has no joy. Have you have you let him read uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul? I think is the name of it. It's it's really it's great. 
Yeah. I've repeatedly pushed that on him. He's just not interested. But basically, and then actually the next day he was like, you know what, we can do it. Like, so I think what it is, is about like, sometimes I think we as women are like, well, I don't know. I, no, I don't know what it's about. I'm not going to make some weird comparison because it's not about how women are today and how men are today. It's what just it's all not, about. It's, it's <laughs> what I think what we have to look at and take from that is like loving each other, maybe not having to be right all the time or the one in control all the time. And by the way, this is, if you're a Christian, how you should be looking at it. Maybe you get to look right. at it as an atheist. You just smack them in the face and then you're done. I'm just kidding. Well, what I'm saying is not everybody. Not an atheist. So well, not everybody's Christian. And sometimes households are multiple religions like mine growing up and mine now. And, um, and, and then what I, if you're two men or two women or two on, I too, like, but I can't think of the they word. Don't believe in, that they don't believe in that. So it's irrelevant. Of course. But what I'm saying is like, this isn't, this shouldn't be the standard thing. This is how you pr- privately practice your faith in your own home. Okay. Yeah. We don't need to be forcing this down people's throats of, well, this chick's doing it right. No, that's my biggest thing is when you start making laws based on your religious beliefs that affect everyone, that's a problem. And that's why the separation of church and state exists. And regardless of what people want to believe, the founding fathers were not Christians. They were deists, which means they believed in God, but they believed that God made everything and then went, all right. Have at it. Deal with and it. And then step back. But well, the, and by the way, this isn't the founding fathers it. explicitly spoke out against involving religion into the making of laws. Well, and this isn't to say that she's necessarily pushing this, but she's being celebrated for this mm-hmm. lifestyle as being the, the right kind of woman. Right. And I think that's what makes her palatable to conservatives who are trying to put a woman on the court right she's the right kind of woman yeah she she gets it she's one of the good ones right yeah and the other the other element is that she may not be pushing it but she's also not not pushing it not yeah it's like to be honest she didn't say shit when she was on the stand like when she was doing her job interview she's like yeah, I just, I, I don't think I can answer that. Uh, we just have to see how it goes, I guess. Which was like literally the answer for every question she was asked was, hmm, well, I guess we'll see how it goes, huh? <laughs> well, I, hey, we'll burn that bridge when we get there, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> like, so she's, yeah. Obviously, it's everything against I what I stand for and submitting to a man. So, <laughs> well, and she's also what I think is also interesting is she has not demonstrated that she would. I mean, I don't know if she said she would or not, but she's not demonstrated that she would like totally divorce her faith from her decision making because she has said that she would ab- want to abstain on death penalty cases. Well, if you're able to separate your faith from your job, judicial decision making, you wouldn't need to. Also, if you're going to go into your job interview, like, hey, listen, I do windows, I do laundry, I do all this stuff, but I don't don't clean up piss. So uh, (laughs) I'm out on that. I mean, like, look, I'll rule on everything, but yeah, I'm going to sit out this death penalty shit. Like, "Ah, now I'm I'm going to 
Like, what the fuck are you doing on the Supreme Court? Yeah, you, like, you're on you the just Supreme said you're Court. not going to do your job. You're not going to do your job. Yeah. Like, if you, you don't get to just go, nah. All this fine. This, nah. I'm not. Yeah. Like, fucking be a judge or don't. Like, shit or get off the pot. But, like, if you can't, like, why are you on the Supreme Court? If you can't make rational decisions on anything or everything, like, yo, that's your fucking job. Right. Sorry, am I shouting? It's fine. We have the Shall volume it? turned down. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So I just, I guess, like, I wish people, Christians, could could realize that, like, there's a reason there isn't a chapter in Ephesians on like Wi-Fi, right? Like it was not written for the time we're living in today. That's just true. And there of course are things that are universal to just being a human, but like put, put your smart pants on and then read it. Well, also all y'all acting like that are not giving the rest of the Christians a good name. So if you're doing that, you're not, you're not doing a great job straight up that's it's that kind of shit that drove me away from the church like i grew up southern baptist and i i got so tired of everything everybody being bad for everything (laughs) yeah and it's like or when it's like hey i got this problem well read the bible all the answers that you ever need are in that book no they're fucking not (laughs) they're not it's also like you have to like this is how you find joy and this is how you find salvation and that's cool and this is how you adopt your lifestyle so that's zoom cool call, zoom call but etiquette nobody else is required to do that shit nobody fucking else is required to do what you're fucking doing this is why you wanted me on this fucking episode and now you got it you got it <laughs> well and the other thing is i mean the but if you're going to be telling other people how to live their life according to your religion, like you can't then pick and choose what you're going to follow, right? Like you better be picking up the hitchhiker because that's what Jesus says is like, he's like when when you help the least of these, though, that was me, right? So you're picking up hitchhikers, you're taking people in, you're never passing up someone who's yeah, but you dirty. The homeless are you know what? dirty and gross and godless. They what just don't love the Jesus all of a sudden they become prosperity theologians. And if that person is down on their luck and homeless and all those things, it's because they weren't good with Jesus in the first place. So therefore you don't have to, because they're not, or they're already not good people. That's why they weren't looked upon kindly. Yeah. Fuck Job, right? Hashtag Pharisees. I mean, (laughs) Job was a dick. He obviously did something to piss off God to, let God make a, a bet with the devil over his life. Okay, um, okay. Let's not quote scripture. <laughs> well, but to quote, quote scripture, scripture. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus also says, like, take the plank out of your own eye before you talk about your neighbor's speck of dust in his. But no, everyone but- picks and chooses what's convenient for them. And that's, that's what happens. Right. And, and Everybody's that's- interpretation of it it's di- is different. And just to clarify, that's where the anger comes from. That's that's where my anger and my frustration comes from, is from people that are 
so pious in their religion and they're like, well, I'm a Christian and everybody should be a Christian. This is how we should vote so that we have a, we can return to a Christian nation and everybody will love to Jesus and we'll all have a great time and, and we'll all go to heaven together. And then they just shit on everybody else and think everybody else is wrong and bad. And we have to make laws in our country because of religion. What, what isn't the whole point of Christianity, the fact that you got free will and you got to make your choice, that that's the whole fucking point is that you get to choose. You made your choice. Let everybody else make theirs. Keep it the fuck out of my government. I'm going to go on mute and uh, let you guys finish the episode. <laughs> I mean, I think that about, I, I don't want this to be a Christian bashing episode. This is no. a being a jerk to other people episode. Right. And then also okay, expecting everyone, like, I mean, well, this is anti-feminist bullshit. But any group, right? So we say it about feminism. Um, we don't expect you to be the same kind of feminist we are. And we don't expect you to be the same kind of women we are. We don't expect any of those things. Why is that expectation there? What's, you know, what made you think your group could dictate what an entire body of people who don't even identify the same way would, you know what I mean? Like what makes you speak for everybody? Yeah, not, I mean, honestly, I, I'm not bashing anybody so, except for the assholes that abuse right. their religion, which is right. what it is. It's abuse. Well, we have a problem with that. Like I said, even in, you know, in feminism, we don't sit there and we're, we're like, well, this is not the kind of feminist we are, but you know, we, we try to be careful not to be hypercritical of what different feminists look like, for instance. So why is that kind of, why is that kind of kindness or acceptance not more, more widely look, spread? I don't fucking like grapefruit. But I'm vehemently opposed to laws that would ban grapefruit. Like, Mitchell, I don't what like a, it. What an excellent point. I'm so I glad like you came off But some people do. <laughs> Fucking let them have their grapefruit I, nasty shit. Grapefruit White Claw is my favorite. I do love the White Claw grapefruit. I'm not going to lie. Like, just the actual fruit itself. We can keep the flavoring, but ban the grapefruits. Just keep the oh yes, boy. Anyway. Cool, cool, cool. The point the analogy is there. Yeah, you're done. Um <laughs> Were you right. back on mute or um so, like no okay. also <laughs> fuck submitting to men. Fuck that shit. If you need help learning how not to submit to a man, holler. That other F word.com. Mitchell muted us. <laughs> Just for him. So <laughs> I can hate him. Um, fuck that shit. <laughs> Y'all did not submit joyfully. So. I I, I didn't submit at all. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina's now been muted. <laughs> I don't even know. I love my job. I love my job so much. 
I'm re-unmuted. So, <laughs> submit joyfully. I haven't submitted to shit my whole life. <laughs> I won't uh, submit to your mutation. Hey, mutation. were you about to tell people how to submit emails? No. Nope. Um, I thought you did. You don't didn't say the email address. You can find us at that other F word. No, that other word.com. You can email us at that other word at gmail.com. Please send us emails about how much you think Mitch is a butthead. Um, you can find and us. how we're right. You can find us on Instagram at that other F word pod. Um, you can buy our submit joyfully bitch t-shirts somewhere someday, I hope. Um, <laughs> and, and and don't forget our, our uh, catchphrase shirts that we're going to get made. Happy neighbor, happy hood. Nope. I, will, I will die first. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't submitted joyfully to Mitchell in years. Nothing happened now. Um, <laughs> I haven't brought goddamn Steamboat either. Well, Steamboat was closed because of COVID. That's what we're going with. Open now. For one week. <laughs> anyway, um, guys, remember, feminism isn't a bad word. Correct. Don't submit to nothing. Damn the man. Save the empire. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. <laughs>